Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. Wee! I know, CD-ROM cup holders have jumped the shark, but that's okay. This is a CD-ROM story, but it's not a cup holder story. One fine day a few jobs back, I'd finished one customer's PC, so it was time to get the next one off the queue. The attached paperwork had some vague comment about a CD fault. I plugged the box in, fired it up, shoved the test CD in it, and started trying it out. And found no fault. Okay. I'll try another. Slap the eject button and... The tray opened. With the CD spinning very, very fast. Fast enough, in fact, that presumably, with a bit of help from being slightly warped, or maybe not, I'm not a physicist, it rose about a centimeter off the tray and hovered there for two or three seconds. Well, I'd sure reproduce the fault now, but it boggles the mind that the customer, or perhaps the service counter, Hadn't found the fault remarkable enough to say explicitly what it was. Yeah, I'd say that's noteworthy. If my CD came out of the tray looking like a UFO hovering above the surface of the tray like that, I'd probably tell the tech. User thinks I can fix an ISP outage. I work internal IP for an independent appraiser. Employees have been working from home for the current apocalypse, but I still have to come into the office. The user put in a ticket saying she was unable to connect to her computer in the office, so I called her. Me is me, user is user. Me. Hello, this is me from IT. I saw your ticket. Can you explain a bit more? User. I'm trying to connect in, and when I hit connect on the VPN, it gives me an error, and then remote desktop says I can't connect. Me. Okay, well I'm not able to see your computer in TeamViewer. Does your network icon in the bottom left say connected? User. Yes, but it says no internet access. Me. Do you have any other devices on your home network? If so, please try opening the internet on one of those devices. User. My phone is on my Wi-Fi and it says no internet access when I open the internet. Me. Okay, your ISP is likely having an outage in your area. User. Okay, well, how are we going to fix it? Do I need to reboot my computer? Do I need to bring my computer in? Me. I can't do anything. It's your ISP that's having an outage. You just need to wait. User. But I have work to do. How long will it take for you to fix this? <laughs> Me. I can't fix anything. This is an issue with your ISP. We have nothing to do with them. User. But I have work to do. Can you let me know when it's fixed? Me. Head becomes acquainted with desk. I'll look into this and leave the ticket open. I will only know if it's truly fixed when you're able to connect, so let me know when you're able to connect. I would say try in about an hour. User. Wonderful. Thank you so much for looking into this. I'll let you know when I'm able to connect. Hangs up. <laughs> me. Says out loud. Did she really think I could fix an ISP outage? Do you guys have clients like this that you have to deal with that think you can magically fix the internet? Can't you just tell me my password? I'm not tech support, but I maintain a small website for my company. To view some of the content on the website, you need to be logged in. Today I got a message from Karen in marketing. Karen, can you give me the credentials for the website? I need to log in. Me, 
If you forgot your password, you can reset it at this link. Karen. Can't you just tell me the password? Me. Uh, no. I don't know your password. Karen. Don, who used to run the site before you, would tell me. Record scratch. Yeah, well, about that. Don, the third-party contractor, was an incompetent and stored the passwords in plain text. I have no doubt that he would tell Karen her password if she asked, because there was no other password recovery system. Don had somehow managed to get paid several thousand dollars for designing a website full of bugs and broken links, with a design that seemed straight from the 90s. I know that in web design companies you often get what you pay for, but in this case my company had set a reasonable budget for a small project and hired a local web design company. It's not like they were paying $50 to someone on Fiverr. Unfortunately, the marketing department had commissioned the website, and they're not very tech savvy. Somehow Don convinced them that all issues were due to technical limitations and low time and budget for the project, and delivered a website that was pretty much unusable. My boss eventually stepped in and got rid of Don, and I was tasked with fixing the website, which pretty much meant remaking it from scratch. So I deleted the database and the website, remade the website so it looked like an actual thing on the internet from the year 2020, added a password recovery system and all that jazz, and now I have Karen complaining to me because our database is no longer a security liability. Awesome. I walked her through the arcane process of resetting her password. Enter your email, check your mailbox, click the link on the password, reset email. And at the end she's like, well I don't know, this all seems very complicated, can't you put it back like it used to be? Worst part? You might imagine Karen is an older lady who struggles with technology. Nope, she's a millennial just like me, and I'm very tired and it's just Tuesday. Yep, remember your password, not that difficult. Make a note of it. Get a password storage app on your phone. Notepad in your pocket. Something. But please, stop asking the text to remember your password for you. Figuring out poor application performance. This happened years ago, and English is not my first language. Mine either, evidently. I can't talk today. I worked for a telecom billing system. The application would process 10,000 records per second. It had insane performance. Over a time span of one year, all went fine. Then over three months, the performance degraded like heck, less than 2K per second. I kid you not, me and my colleague worked nonstop for a week, bugging everyone in the company to help us on this, and we were called to be at the customer 24-7 until it was solved. Due to the sales team had a huge sale on the way, and they didn't want to look bad. A war room was going on with seven people from the customer, DBA, analyst, infrastructure, manager, director knocking on the door every hour, the whole show. On the seventh day, almost 2 a.m., my soul was escaping my body. Suddenly, the guy from infrastructure went white as a ghost, picks up the phone, starts whispering, and leaves the room. <laughs> he comes back with his manager and tells us the nice story. The disks that were assigned for the application were changed due to some nice deal they had with the disk provider. Then they told us that the disks assigned were some lame, scuzzy disks. They migrated to a set of SSD disks and the application started processing the same thing as the first day it was installed. Uh-huh. Working from home plus language barrier equals head plus desk. Someone needed to change their password while working remotely. Notice a trend here? They're pressing control alt delete like normal, 
but that's trying to change the password on their home computer. Me. Okay, instead of Control-Alt-Delete, when a remote desktop, press Control-Alt-End. User. It's still not working. Me. Let me remote into your computer and take a look. Here's the address you need to go to. No, don't search for it. Put it in the address bar. <laughs> no, you don't need to Google it. You need to put it in the address bar at the top of the screen. Some 20 minutes later, I managed to walk them through going to a website, putting in a session number, and starting the session. After each time I told them to do something, there was a plethora of mumbling and half-sentences, without any indication if they were able to do it or what the problem was before actually responding to me. Me. I'm connected now. I press Control-Alt-End. Click Change Password. They put in their old and new password. Meh, it works. It was a challenge to remain calm during that. I'm not really mad at them though. Part of the issue was that English isn't their first language, and they were being very patient with me as well. Doesn't make it any less frustrating to deal with, but it's the difference between being frustrated with them and frustrated at the situation. But still, it's 2020. How do you not know how to go to a website? Good point, OP. In this day and age, how can anybody not know what the address bar is? Do you guys have to teach people what the address bar is? Oh, server, where art thou? Backstory. Since the plague descended upon us, we've had to migrate 90% of our users into teleworking. We had to send their workstations home with them and set them up with a VPN. It's gone about as smoothly as sandpaper on a lion's posterior. But enough about that. On to the story at hand. So one of our frequent flyers calls in. Says he can't get signed into Windows. Me. So once you click connect, do you get a green check mark by networking? User. No, says server not found. Me. Hmm. Can you double check the ethernet cable is plugged in correctly? User. That blue cable? Me. Yes, looks like a big phone cable. User. Oh, I didn't use that. Me. Uh, you need that plugged in for internet. That's why it's not working. <laughs> User. No, I have Wi-Fi here. Me. Sir, our desktops don't have Wi-Fi. They need to be plugged in directly. User. So you're telling me I have to move this across the house next to that box? Me. The modem? Yeah. User. Is there someone else that can help me, maybe? <laughs> me. No, sir. We're all on calls. He proceeded to call another five or six times after this call. My coworkers told him the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of like when a kid asks mom if they can go outside and play. Mom says no, they don't like the answer, so they go ask dad. Thinking that somehow magically the answer is going to change just because they don't like it and they want to ask somebody else. You're already connected to the network. I work in IT tech support for truck drivers and the associates of the company. They're not very tech savvy, just putting that out there now. I got a call from an associate. He was in office traveled from home because he couldn't log into Windows. If he couldn't log into just his VPN, he wouldn't have had to go back to the office. Password reset, no problem. Well, I get this password reset form on my end, the system in making a new one and syncing it to the system. He starts talking about wanting to try the VPN to make sure it'll work from home. The combo ensues something like this. Associate. Okay, I took out the blue cord and I'm trying to connect to the Wi-Fi. Me. 
Why are you trying to connect to the Wi-Fi, sir? Associate. To make sure the VPN will work. Me. Sir, you're at the company site. The VPN is part of the company network, and if you're connected to it through the Wi-Fi or the Ethernet cord, you're not going to be able to connect to the VPN. He said something after that, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about how he knew it would need to work in his office first. Me. Sir, you already have access. You can't have access a second time, if that makes sense. Associate. Okay, I'm connected to the Wi-Fi. Now let me try to connect to the VPN. At that point, I put myself on mute and started cussing the guy out because the guy wasn't listening to me. He tries to connect to the VPN and gets the message, You already have access. And he read that out loud, so I was hoping he'd get the idea that the VPN wasn't going to connect in office. Associate. Oh man, it's probably not going to work from home if I'm getting that message. I'm glad I was still on mute because I facepalmed and it was loud. Me. Sir, I promise you it will work from home. I'll give you the ticket number for the call, and if you have more issues, call us back. We're here 24-7. I gave him the ticket number and sent him on his way. As far as I know, he hasn't called back. Yep, I understand. You know, we may not all understand every aspect of tech and things like that. That's why we have tech support. That's why we call you guys. But when the tech's trying to tell you something, at least shut up and listen. That's my theory, anyway. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.